Welcome to the Real Estate Exam Podcast. We have a new series of audio lessons out covering the state of Ohio for the Real Estate Salesperson Exam for the state of Ohio. The total length of this new series of audio lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes long, and I'm going to be sharing with you a portion of each of those lessons, probably about a quarter to one-third of each of those lessons I'm going to be sharing with you for you to decide if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. The full series of audio lessons are available at the website reexampodcast.com. So after listening to these samples of the lessons, if it makes sense for you, go to the website and purchase the full bundle of audio lessons. So right now we have audio lessons for California, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. And we are now working on Arizona. So if you are in one of those states and you're looking for a series of audio lessons, we do have sample lessons available at the website that you can listen to, or you can listen to this podcast and go back in this podcast and listen to the sample lessons for those states. Eventually, we hope to get all 50 states, but that's going to take a while. I need to caution you when you buy audio lessons that you should not rely entirely on audio lessons to prepare you for the real estate exam. Most states require that you actually have classroom attendance in order to take the real estate exam or a certain requirement of education before you can even sit for the exam. These audio lessons are simply intended as a supplement for your learning to let you learn while you're driving, exercising, wandering around, and not being forced to sit at a desk or in a chair and read material or stare at a computer screen. That's the intention of these audio lessons. If they make sense for you, buy the full bundle of lessons. Again, the website is reexampodcast.com. Welcome to this lesson entitled Real Estate Licensing in Ohio. In this lesson, we are going to be talking about some of the differences between a real estate broker and a salesperson, how to be eligible for a real estate license in Ohio, some of the post-licensing requirements, so things you have to do after you get your license. We'll talk about how to get a broker's license and also how to renew your license because that is something that everybody runs up against. And then some of the other requirements you have after you become a broker, some things you have to do. And then finally, we'll talk about some test taking strategies that are going to help you do a little bit better on the test. So let's go ahead and get started with that. So a real estate broker is just someone who undertakes real estate business in behalf of another person in exchange for a fee. And this fee usually comes in the form of commissions, which means you get a percentage of the property that was just closed upon of the sale or whatever the sale price was. You get a percentage of that profit that comes to the person who sold it. This is a little bit different than a real estate salesperson. A real estate salesperson sometimes known as an agent 
and they have to work for someone else. The broker can be their own boss or they can be the boss of other people, but a real estate salesperson has to work under someone else. They can't be their own boss, so to speak. So there are a little bit different requirements when we talk about real estate brokers and real estate salespeople. So keep that in mind. So now I'd like to dive in. What do you have to do in order to be eligible to apply for a real estate license in Ohio? You can't just be anyone. You have to have certain things under your belt already. This podcast is brought to you by the SIEpodcast.com. The SIEpodcast.com website provides you with audio lessons for you to prepare for the securities industry's essentials examination. If you are selling real estate, there may come a time when you need to get licensed to sell securities. The first step in becoming licensed to sell securities is to pass the first step in becoming licensed is to pass the securities industry's essentials exam. That is the base exam before you can take the other securities exams. And the next exam you would take after passing the securities industry's essentials exam or just the SIE exam would be probably the series 7 exam. But before you can even sit for the Series 7 exam, you need to pass the SIE exam. So if sometime in your career you need to prepare and pass the securities industries examinations, the licensing examinations, check out our podcast. We'll give you some sample lessons there to see if that works for you. And that website is SIEpodcast.com. The total length, by the way, of those SIE exam lessons is 36 hours and 53 minutes. It's a substantial examination, much more difficult than the real estate examinations. And if you just want to learn about securities so you understand securities, it's a very, very, very good audio course for you to study. All right, back to our lesson. Well, the first and most basic requirement is that you do have to be at least 18 years old. That's a pretty hard and fast requirement. You can't be any younger than that. You can't be a minor. You have to be an adult with legal capacity. You have to be of good, sound mind and body and be at least 18 years old. You do have to have a high school diploma or something that is equivalent to a high school diploma. So some people don't go to high school or they drop out of high school, but they later go and get a GED. And that's acceptable, too. You just have to have something that is either a high school diploma or is equivalent to a high school diploma. Then we have that you have to have accredited instruction. So this is from an institution that is accredited. That means they are recognized by accrediting bodies as being a a genuine school. You, You have to be careful not to go to a school that's not accredited. You have to have 120 hours of accredited education when we're talking about um, this pre-licensing education. And this is broken down in several ways. So you have to have 40 hours of real estate practices. You have to have 40 hours of Ohio real estate law, 20 hours of real estate appraisal, and 20 hours of real estate finance. So if you've gotten all of those done, then at that point, you should have learned quite a few things and you should be able to then go ahead and apply for the test. 
That's the next requirement is that you do have to pass the real estate exam. So let's talk a little bit about what the exam itself looks like. A passing score on the exam is going to be 70%. If you don't get 70% or more, then you're going to have to retake the exam. And the exam costs money. You have to pay a fee in order to take the exam, and it takes a long time. You have to schedule it quite a bit out, so you want to make sure that you do your best and you're not having to retake the exam a whole lot of times. Another thing to know about the exam is that there are both questions that are specific to the national or federal level on the exam, but then there are some questions that are Ohio state specific. You have to know both um, national federal law and also Ohio state specific law. And some questions will be one and some questions will be the other. All the questions on the test are going to be multiple choice. And you've got 120 minutes or two hours in order to complete the national portion of the test. And then you've got 60 minutes or one hour in order to pass the state portion of the test. So you put those together, you see it's a three hour test. You've got three hours to complete it. So there's quite a few questions and you have to make sure that you understand both the national and the state portions of the test or else you're not going to get that 70%. You also have to think that most of the time the test is going to be administered electronically. That means you're going to sit down at a computer and take the multiple choice questions that way. There are some accommodations if you really, for some reason, can't use a computer, that they will go ahead and give you a pencil and paper test, but that's the exception. Usually you're expected just to use the computer that they provide for you. And typically you have to, that means you have to find a testing center that has the so little computer lab to let you go take the test. These testing centers can be at universities, they can be at other specific buildings that are set up to, to administer tests, but usually at universities are your best bet. So once you've taken the test and you passed it, you need to find a sponsoring broker. So that is somebody who is going to say, okay, they can come work for me once they get their license all squared away. So that is your, I guess your first boss. You have a sponsor that says that they will vouch for you. And then you have to fill out the application and pay the application fee. So those are all the things that you're expected to do. So it's quite a process. It's, it's not going to be something that you can just do in a week. You have to take all the education, you have to study for the test and pass that and schedule the test, get a sponsoring broker, all of those things are going to take a little while. So don't plan to get your license overnight. Next, I want to mention some post-licensing requirements. And so post-licensing requirements are just something that you have to do after you get your actual license. So the accrediting body is going to look at your application and decide whether or not you are going to be eligible for a license. One thing they also do is look at your background. You need to be a person in good so standing with the community. You can't have a bunch of 
problems in your history, such as so criminal convictions. You need to be able to show that you are a trustworthy person or else people are not going to trust you in order to help them out with financial transactions, with real estate. So it's really important that you are a trustworthy person. Once you get your license, they approve you for that. They don't want you just to stop there. You can't just say, well, that's it. I'm done. You need to keep learning and to keep growing. It's one of the things about real estate is that it's changing constantly. There are all sorts of things that uh, change about the laws, about... Thanks for listening. If you like these lessons, if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of the Ohio Salesperson Real Estate Exam audio lessons, the total length of those lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes in length. There are 20 individual lessons including three review sessions. The website is reexampodcast.com. Best of luck in your career.